Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it's your girl, Claudia Jordan. It is Friday, and we are back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and all over social media. So sit back, relax, get you your Friday drink, and get ready to sip on this hot tea. What's up, Al? And what's up, Funky? What's going on, Claudia? What's going on, Claudia and Al? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Look at at our vibrant colors. I love it. (laughs) It's the weekend. Just got paid. Hey, Friday night. Cha-cha-cha. It's it's kind of fallish. Is it? Well, 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 Alan, you are, I guess. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, Any plans for this weekend? Y'all doing anything cool? No, I am unlocking my better self. I got my fancy glass. I'm drinking my water, minding my business this weekend. <laughs> I'm flying back to the East Coast this weekend. I'm back on campus next weekend. Um, teaching at Bowie State University. So super excited. Very nice, nice. I want a spa day. You know, okay. I just want to massage my, I think I drive kind of messed up and my just shoulders and, it's so hard working one hour a day. You know what I mean? Like I'm just, <laughs> and just, there's so much tension in my neck. Oh Lord. It wasn't cute just talking about that before the show, Al. It's just right. a heavy work schedule we have here. Listen, y'all used to work it. I'm not. Okay. I, this, this is a, listen, some, some, some have to, Okay. This is the first time I've worked five days a week. You knock it off. I told oh, you. Knock it off. I, I don't like finally get more than three day. figures in the bank, and he's just so rich. And this is so beneath it ain't, No, it ain't even about being rich. It's about being freedom oriented. I just don't like being locked down. Daily. Oh, we know that. We know that. I we do know that. We don't we don't like to check in with anyone and work for anyone. You made that very clear in several conference calls. I'm like, oh my god, he's yelling at the people. Oh, I'd be quick. To, yeah, y'all, soulmates. I'd be quick to tell these be people. So out of pocket on professional conference calls. I I, I, wait, wait. But one time Al was. One time Al was, and I was like gagging. Remember that time? Al, well, well, oh, yeah. Well, oh Jesus, I'm quick to tell the. I'm quick to tell the bitch. I don't need the money. Okay. So, Until you do. Like I, yeah, I need my do. money. I want all my money. Oh, but okay. Are we okay? So Q, you already said that you drinking water because mm-hmm. the tw- other twenty three hours of the day, that's when you actually really do drink. Mm-hmm. But the one hour with us, Al, he doesn't drink. Are you drinking? Right, right. Um, I'm not buying any of that. I mean, <laughs> I'm really not buying any of that because I won't even talk about when I spoke to him last night where he was. So <laughs> minding my business, drinking right. my water. What was he doing, Al? Minding my business, drinking my water. That's a lie. We know that's all the way lie. Because, you know, Al, mm, Al, you tell us on the break. All right, let's get into the show. We have a lot to talk about before this fantastic weekend. According to a source close to uh, Kanye West, the rapper has allegedly enforced some strict rules for his wife, Bianca Sensori, to follow. Rule number one, Bianca must never speak. (laughs) And rule number two, she's been ordered to wear whatever he tells her to wear. Are y'all surprised? Um, Alex, go to you first. And let's remember, Kanye West cleaned out Kim's wardrobe before they were married, and he ordered her to do the same. So, uh, Al, what are your thoughts on this? Just all of that kind of seems weird to me. But, you know, with these antics that Kanye are are having his girlfriends, because it's not his wife, these are his girlfriends, are worse than the antics of, like, Islamic cultures where, you know, they're required to to not speak back to their husband unless spoken to. The husband has to let give them the right to speak, give them the right to go to school, give them the right to drive, give them the right to get a job. But let me tell you what I read, Q and, and Claudia, that is so interesting. So there's this body language 
language expert, published an article this week about Kanye and Censora's um, body language and what it meant. And it said that her weary smile, I mean, glances and her blank stares is letting the public know that she has a desire to stop the outlandish behavior. Now, this is super interesting because it comes on the heels of Julia Fox tell all memoir in which she said, Hey, he did the exact same things to me. And you know, not only did he like tell me what to wear and when to wear it, I had a stylist and the stylist basically styled me and didn't take any regards of what I wanted. But the best part of her tell all y'all, and you've got to go kind of Google this portion, is that she implied that during her time with Kanye West, there was no sexual activity at all. Them well. three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> they were them together three, longer them, than that. Them three weeks. I mean, I, I'm being facetious, but it literally was like, what, 90 days? I mean, she wasn't there for long. This is crazy. Uh, the things that people would do for fame. Now, listen, you know, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I let a rich man, you know, give me some parameters and whatnot if I'm living. <laughs> if I'm living what type um, of parameters, Q? Listen, if I'm living comfortably and I got the credit card, I wouldn't give a damn what the man told me. The not being able to speak thing. That's a bit much for me. But if I'm able to sit up on my ass all day, not do nothing, eat, shop, help my family, who gives a damn about these filthy rags? I'd put on whatever the hell. I wouldn't give a damn what that man told me to put on. But it don't seem like she's having fun in the minute. It seems more like she's a prisoner. And that's what makes this a little sick to me. And I'd just be curious to know why she would voluntarily subject herself to this if she's not getting happiness out of it because no one's happy not being able to speak you think she gets paid claudia i don't know they just never look happy together like i never see them smile they don't look like they ever have like a good kiki you know when you have you know when you're with your best friend right you're dating or you're your, your 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 mate is your best friend you see people's eyes light up around each other you see a nice like an inside joke you see a glance at each other a loving look um, first of all, if a man tells a woman or, or, or a man tells a man or whatever, a partner tells a partner, they don't want them to speak. They don't like you. They don't like you. They, he is just there for the look and the image. And I think it's really a part of me feels like this whole Bianca Sensori thing is a piss cam off. She looks kind of similar with a short hair version. He's making her edgy. And it's like, you're, you're with a shell, right? Who is that for? If you don't like talking to the person you're with or even the person you're working with, you don't like those people. You don't like that woman. You don't care about her soul. And you might not be well. And that means both of them. Because what mm -hmm. woman would want to be with someone that says, you can't speak? Mm -hmm. You must Ooh, have very low self-esteem to be with a man that says you can't speak in exchange to be on a boat sometimes to have to suck deep look like he ain't bathed in a while and his butt is super wide now that doesn't look like a happy and even when she was doing it when they got caught it didn't look like oh mischievous like mm -mm -mm. Yeah, you know you caught me it looked like let me go ahead and it looks sad it's giving sex slave i don't think any of these last two choices that he chose to be public with is pissing kim off i don't care both of them look unattractive don't have anything going on not to the level that she did so i mean kanye mm -mm, you gotta try something better you know what i would like to see a picture of kanye with his kids oh yeah that would they both look like they smell like milk you know when you leave milk mm. out just go on to the next thing claudia <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not lying <laughs> all right former rapper and now minister mace recently recalled the chilling moment of his whereabouts when the late biggie smalls was tragically killed now this was interesting mace said i was in a hotel i was actually in a hotel with a young lady i was trapped in the hotel it was about probably like 70 or so bloods in the hallway and i couldn't leave my room mace added that he believed that bloods were looking for more bad artists to harm what are your thoughts on this tea, Al? Oh, you know what? I was with him. I was with him until he was asked, well, how did you get out of the hotel room? And he said a security guard had to come and get him from Bad Boy. A security guard from Bad Boy had to come get and escort him out of the hotel. That's where he lost me. Um, you know, and we like Mace. I like Mace. He's, it, and I like this podcast for him. But how is the security guard from Bad Boy going to come into a hotel 
uh, hallway with 70 bloods or crypto. I think it said bloods, right? And get a five, nine guy through 70 bloods and, and take him out of the hotel. Just didn't add up. Didn't make sense. So I'm going to have to pass this one on to, to Q. Maybe he knows something a little more than I do. Yeah. What do you think? What are your thoughts on the story? I don't know. It, it, it's giving very embellished. Um, I don't know what hotels were like back then. I know the hotels that I stay at now. You can't get on the floor unless you got a key card. Um, that's not far fetched for somebody to get a key card to get to get on the floor. Seventy people. That's a damn fraternity convention. I just don't understand how that many people be lingering in a hallway and hotel security wouldn't be there or, or calling the police. So I'm, I'm kind of with Al. And, and then, too, one security guard, 70 bloods, if they wanted to harm you, it was just two against 70. Right. It would seem to me that they would have just shot y'all up or whooped y'all ass or whatever it is they were there to do. So I don't know, Mace, this is giving real embellished. But I'm going to tell you what I'm not here for. Um, y'all are not about to re-traumatize us with these deaths of Biggie and Tupac, all right? And, and y'all are not about to leak 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 slow little pieces of information like if ev if everybody is sitting up on information that's relevant to the case y'all need to give it up now so we can get past this find whoever did it if that's what we're doing or let sleeping dogs lie i'm gonna say when it comes to mace i would live for a mace tell-all book when he's out of the country um, I have heard a lot of things about Mace in an elevator. People in an elevator? What do you mean? I'm going to tell you all during the break. So, you know what I mean? I, I don't, okay. I'll, I'll be all right. But there's some stuff that I've heard about him and things that he was forced into. And I think that I would like to hear Mace's uh, takes on his time because the way he exited the business, you can't tell me that was just a, oh, I just had a change of heart. Mm. I think something traumatizing happened to Mace. Traumatizing happened to Mace. And I think a lot of people were intimidated to shut the hell up and not say anything. And now 20 years out of it, I think people are starting to feel a little bit like, all right, let me just leak a little bit here, leak a little bit there. There's a reason though people ain't just coming all out with everything though. I think people are still nervous for their well-being. You know what I mean? And the more that details that come out about this huge event in hip hop, the more it's starting to be like, hmm. It wasn't random. Well, we know it wasn't random, but I just feel like Mace has a lot of information that a lot of tea that he has withheld from us. Maybe he's embellishing 70 people, but I do. I, I don't find it hard to believe that he was intimidated to stay in his room. I don't think it was. Maybe it wasn't 70. Maybe mm -hmm. he's like a big storyteller. Like, oh, it was like 70 dudes. Maybe it was 10. I don't know. But I don't think Mace would just make this up. I think he was the timing. Right. You are there's goons in the hallway the night Biggie's murdered. Right. Mm -hmm. I can rock with that. I can I can definitely I can rock with that. But Mace, I think Mace has a story to tell that we would all be interested in. All right, Issa Rae's fans come to her defense after a moderator mispronounced her name during a conversation at CultureCon over the weekend. Take a look. It's pretty incredible. Um, you guys know a lot about Issa Rae for all the work that she's Issa. done. Issa, Issa Rae, sorry, Issa. All right, how do you feel about the fans speaking out for Issa? And what are your thoughts on the ladies' remarks about being part of the community? Uh, Q. Um, I love the fans speaking out. I'm going to tell you, and Claudia, you know this as somebody who hosts events from time to time. I have an issue when hosts or moderators don't align with the guest. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's beyond obvious that this woman was moderating a panel and, had, and didn't have no idea who the hell Issa Rae was. She probably never watched Insecure, knows what Awkward Black Girl was. Because if you did, you would have known the pr proper pronunciation of her name. Um, not to say that somebody can't do their job effectively by not, you know, knowing the subject's work. But this was very amateurish, and it was very it was very uh, embarrassing, in my opinion, as a professional to have a guest sitting on your stage and not be able to know their name. Um, and but I'm glad the fans stood up, and I'm glad the lady took it. You know, the the, the community part kind of threw me too, because she's giving me biracial tease, but really, really grew up on the white side when she was like, before y'all throw eggs at me, I'm a sister girl too. I'm down. I'm a sister girl. 
I know Brandy. I want to be down. <laughs> I know it. That's what it was giving. It was, it's like, I'm part of the community. Like, who? Was she biracial? I, yeah, I don't know. Just, I, don't know just, saying, I don't know. That's mm. just what it's giving. Mm. Like, who says that? What what black person has ever had to say to another room, I assume, of black people or mixed crowd people, I'm part of the community too. Like, what Well, someone that looks like her, because I, I thought she was a white woman. So she, okay. probably, she probably has a con. I thought she was a white woman. That's why I was like, oh, she don't know who she's talking about. That's probably why. She probably uh, insecure about that. Like, people probably constantly say, oh, you a white girl. You don't even know. And she, I'm, I'm in the community. You know, that's what I think. Well, she's still a white woman because a, 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 somebody who lived their life as a black woman would not say, I'm part of the community. We just don't talk like that. Right. right? I hear you. All right, Al, what do you think? Look, there's two two black women in these times that you do not mess with from our community, and that is Issa Rae and Kiki Palmer. And this woman got handed her, her you-know-what, but for mispronouncing her name. But for me, you guys know I will butcher, mispronounce, enunciate incorrectly a name in two seconds, along with a couple of words if you give me a moment. So I totally get that. I can't be mad at her about that. But I was concerned about the way she responded. Now, she is clearly and has stated since that she is a mixed race female, one of the highest ranking at American Express. And the reason why, Q, that she was there moderating was because this was done, um, sponsored by American Express, allegedly. For me, I just didn't like how she tried to hide behind the culture when being corrected. Just stand corrected. Just stand corrected because just because you are of the culture doesn't give you the right to mispronounce her name, right? Like, what are we talking about here? Like, it's okay. We understand the audience got a little bit like, hey, you got it wrong. Just say, look, I'm sorry. I'm completely sorry. No disrespect, Issa. You know, I too am of, of the culture. But I wouldn't, you wouldn't say, y'all need to calm the heck down because I'm of the culture. And because I am of the culture, I'm allowed to make these mistakes. Um, listen, I've been a host for a long time, radio, television for many, many years, and I have definitely butchered some names my damn self. And I, I've made that mistake with Issa's name in the beginning, because if you read it in print and didn't hear it, it does look like Issa. So this is just someone that wasn't familiar with her like she should have been. And yeah, we should take the extra time to, to know who these people are, especially if it's a one-off thing. I think people like us that have to do stories five times a week maybe go through eight stories a day. It should be a little bit more grace for us because we cover so many people. But if you have one event that you probably had a per- you probably had a month yeah. to get ready for, mm, you know, you probably should get that together. Like even in the chat sometimes I'll hit up Justin and I'll go, is it like for example, with this I would say, is it Issa or is it Issa? Just so right. I make sure. Right. But mm-hmm. you know, not when it's a one time thing like, come on, yeah. And don't get defensive. I mean again, I've done it out we've all done it, right? And right. you just say, you know what? I, I apologize. My bad. I'm sorry. That's mm-hmm. it. And move on. You don't have to make it about the culture. We don't need that. <laughs> but you know, people what, in the culture just... can mess up your name too. Like you know, right? We say. Oh, no, never mind. I was going to say something, but never mind. We got to go to commercial. All right. Coming up next, we are taking a trip to the gutters of Florida. What part isn't? Anyways, I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Q. And Not later we, <laughs> and later we are giving you some international tea. <laughs> Stay tuned. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, whether good, bad, ugly, or just plain dumb, the tea is always overflowing with crazy news stories out of the beautiful state of Florida. And that's why we're giving you the 411 on What the Florida. All right, the son of a McDonald's manager has been arrested for assaulting a man in a wheelchair at his mother's job. Apparently, the man in the wheelchair was yelling at his mother, and the suspect, Andrew Childers, decided to defend her by spitting on the disabled gentleman and punching him four times. What are your thoughts? Before we go to Funky, let's go to Al. Before Funky. (laughs) Oh, well, this Florida ridiculousness. Look, one thing that I can relate to for sure is if you mess with me, I mean, if you mess with my mom, you mess with me. That I totally get. But I'm going to tell you, in this case, he's doing a little bit too much. Like, don't come up. If I was a mother, I'd be like, don't come up to my job acting out like this. You did way too much. And you're putting her job into jeopardy. Like, Like, she clearly was not like 
felt like her life was in jeopardy. She's the one jumping in between, right? And she also stated that, you know, they know this wheelchair guy. He's been there before causing disturbance. So in this case, you know, although normally I will always defend my mother at any cost, but in this case, I think he just did a little bit too much. All right, Q, what do you think? And have you been to this McDonald's? <laughs> Honey, I don't eat there. I don't eat McDonald's. He, he eats Burger King. I, I make too much money to he eat moves, McDonald's, honey. Jack okay, in the box. You, you try it. Eats Burger King. You try He's it. He's an Arby's girl. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm a Wendy's girl, honey. Wendy's oh, they Wendy's. Fish sandwich, and I don't eat McDonald's. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's for people on welfare. I don't eat McDonald's. Oh, okay. No, listen. This story, the headline of this story is all wrong. I, I, I hate when people extrapolate small little pieces of the story to make it in this wheelchair and everything to do with his ass being disrespectful, okay? <laughs> Him, Roland Ray, and everybody else who rolling their ass around terrorizing people. Oh, God. Can't go around... Listen, I know people in wheelchairs. And a lot of people with disabilities, they some of the worst damn cameras. Because no. they, they hide behind them damn disabilities and think somebody won't beat their ass because no. they got one Because they're the wheelchair. No, you cannot come being rolling around talking to somebody all grimy and you lack the ability to adequately defend your damn self. All right. I bet his ass will act. Listen, the, the boy did do too much. But then again, in the grand scheme of life, he did just enough because I bet that man in that wheelchair think twice before he can his ass somewhere else talking to people any type of way. Before we move on to the next story, I was thinking about this the other day. What is going on now in the world where cussing out cashiers and service people is just on the rise? Right. It's just like it's just on the rise. What's going on? It seemed like the world got real disrespectful after COVID. How they taught the flight attendant, just everybody. Mm. But back to the wheelchair thing and people being disabled, you know, we're about, you know, everybody wants equality and all that kind of stuff. Okay. But um, I do think some people do hide behind that. And I, and I think we, we shouldn't allow that, you know, just because you're, you have a disability or whatever, uh, you shouldn't be able to be mad disrespectful because you don't have the same, you know, you could, someone could just take the brakes off and roll you away. Anyways, a Latin restaurant yeah. in South Florida. We're going to lead out. Good idea. Good idea. <laughs> Our governor here is in a wheelchair. Greg Abbott, I can't stand him. He's like super mean ever since he got the wheelchair. All right. A Latin restaurant in South Florida is under fire after a rodent mysteriously appeared during a health inspection. Health officials observed a live rodent fall from the shelf above the mop sink to the floor, which was close to the large oven. Funky, any thoughts on this? Well, baby, let me tell you something. I know this restaurant personally. I'm not going to call their name because they was already on Channel 10, WPLG's Dirty Dining earlier this week because I saw it. It's a restaurant. It's a very popular restaurant mm -hmm. down this way. And let me tell you something. I, I'm not going to give you the number, but it was either in the 20s or in the 30s, the amount of infractions that they got. But let me tell y'all something. With the, with the exception of the rat, y'all know the nastier the restaurant, the better the food. Right. Y'all know that's kind of how it goes with these down home right. restaurants. But like some of the infractions included. Um, <laughs> this is another funny thing about them gloves. Who are the gloves to here to protect us or the person? Because one of the infractions was the person was caught cleaning, mopping. And then putting on gloves to prepare food without washing their hands or whatever. Another infraction included somebody touching one of their bare body parts and then returning back to preparing people's food or whatever. But let me tell you something. All that's extra seasoning. <laughs> Y'all not finna sit up. Claudia, you not finna sit up and act like your Italian mammy don't scratch her head and go back to stirring up that pot. Y'all not finna pretend. First of all, like, she's like, dead, like, so she doesn't. Second of all, she was alive. She's a very clean. No, I said your mama, your man. <laughs> she don't cook. She's a horrible cook. <laughs> Y'all not finna pretend like grandma don't pick up the phone while she be cooking and going back to stirring up them greens. So listen, you know, the, the more unsanitary the place, the better the food. And this is a huge restaurant. Like it's a it's a <clears> massive <throat> building and it is very popular down here. And listen, hell, the rats been there and the food been good. We're gonna keep going. 
<laughs> no. He's, he's right, no. though. No, he's right. I, mean, I used to live on Brickell. This, is a, this, this place has been around forever. You know, it has a 3.8 rating. Everybody, everybody knows about it, especially if you're into Cuban sandwiches. And if you mm. read the reviews, they say that, you know, it's one of the best Cuban sandwiches in all of South Florida. So the reviews also say it has the best uh, cheese pastries and that it, it's a really good place to get authentic Cuban food. They just got a couple of rodents running around and and some suspect people working in the back. That's it. No, thank you. I'll pass. Y'all just let me know how it tastes. <laughs> All right, y'all. A Florida woman was arrested after leaving Walmart without paying for her items because she thought the security guard was trying to holler at her. Catherine Eves has been charged with petty retail theft for the crime. What are your thoughts on this smooth criminal, Al? It's a great excuse, but Ma, you're not that cute. <laughs> you're not that cute, and you're not easy on the eye. I know that the security do be hollering at anything that got titties in her ass, but <laughs> you know, this is just, especially the, the story says she actually was shopping or casing the joint for three hours. So, and she specifically went out of the tire department because she knew that in the tire, the, the tire department, she could get past security without paying. So, not gonna work, go straight to jail. You, what are your thoughts on she your don't need, She don't need to go to jail. She need to go to a diversion program because based on her skin, she is on meth, okay? <laughs> and that meth told her to walk out of that with that stuff. And this is how you know she on something bad. She need to go to a pre-trial diversion program because she only walked out. They said it was like $164. It was like it was under $200 worth of stuff. Your bail is going to be more than the amount of stuff that you stole. It was not worth it. It just wasn't worth it. And the fact that 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 the bail is going to be more than what she stole is evidentiary of the fact that her mind was not right. <laughs> she needs to go to a drug program. See, y'all got to stop this. We got to reimagine what rehabilitation looks like because throwing people in jail, it just don't work. All right. We need to get creative and imaginative about how we rehabilitate people. She need to go to a drug program. Vote Quentin Latham, city commission, seat number three. Can you imagine? No. All Can the nightclubs will be open until 24 hour part. part and will be everything will be legal prostitution. <laughs> everything will be. <laughs> oh, we know we know yes all right coming up next we have your international tea for the evening and later find out why miss quad is feeling shaded by producers of married to medicine Ooh, keep it locked we'll be right back Welcome back to TGIF. Shout out to all the soulmates in the chat. Go ahead and hit that like button for us one time. All right, y'all, we are here to entertain, throw a little shade, and also inform you on stories that are trending around the world. So gather yourselves as we prepare to give you some of this international tea. <laughs> Every time we get like a new graphic, it's just funny to me with the music. <laughs> All right, y'all. Unless you've been living under a rock, I'm pretty sure you are privy to the horrific war that is taking place in Israel. Well, according to news reports, Israeli soldiers have discovered at least 40 dead babies, including some with their heads chopped off, which touches on the brutality swarming throughout the village. How do you guys feel about this tragic story? I mean, it, it, it goes without saying everybody feels horrible. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to sit up here and pretend like I am the most well abreast person when it comes to the ins and outs of this war and this you know biblical fight that these two sides are having um but it's sad it needs to stop i don't understand it i'm not trying to understand it um and you know in 2023 just to think that this is happening it is very unfortunate i've actually had to moderate my uh Instagram feed because I can't deal with the men on the ground crying as they're laying babies down in makeshift tents and makeshift hospitals or whatever and seeing people bloodied. It's just 
ridiculous. And I don't know what the answer is. You know, normally the U.S. gets involved in every damn thing. I don't know if the answer is us, Britain, Hawaii, Montana, go over there and bomb the hell out of Hamas. I don't know what the answer is, but I I want this thing to come to an end and, and peace be brought is that the Middle East? I was going to say peace to the Middle East. Yeah, no, it is. So with this region, it's been hundreds of years and it's probably, it's, yeah. it's, they're fighting over Holy Land. They both feel they want to lay claim to the Holy Land and, and they both feel like they have a right to it. And what I don't like about this is anyone that says anything positive about the Palestinian side is getting canceled. People are getting fired from jobs if they have any kind of sympathy or empathy for babies that are getting killed on that side. You can have empathy for the Israelis and the people of Pal the Palestinians. And I think that's wrong to be one-sided. I really do. And I and I and, and damn you people that are out there that are canceling folks that have the heart, the capacity to feel bad for people dying on both sides. Because like most wars, okay, and this is something I look at a lot, like most wars, it's not the people of the city, it's not the citizens, it's always an extremist group. Hamas isn't Palestine. Hamas is a extreme group within. Just like um, that's like saying judging America by the Proud Boys, mm -hmm. you know, by the KKK. And we're like, wait, we ain't got nothing to do with that. We want to just live our lives. And I hate that about this. I hate that. I think they both have claims. You know, they both need to be heard. But the way this is going on, and I'm not sure if 40 dead babies, they, there was talks about them being beheaded. And then people said, oh, we haven't seen video evidence. I don't care if they are, they're not. There's enough, like, like you said, Q, there's enough horrific video coming out of that region where we've seen... I've seen torsos of you don't can't even tell what they are anymore. And little children, old, young men, it's it's horrible. War does not help either side except the people that are paying for the weapon, buying the weapons or selling the weapons. Al, what do you think about this? Um, I don't care which side you are on that. I, I, I strongly condemn. I strongly 100 percent condemn the attacks by Hamas against Israeli civilians. I mean, I just do. I don't think babies should be casualties. I think that that it's inhumane. And I think that's a discussion, Claudia, that you that, that you've shared here. This division, this recent division, because the Palestinians have recently taken control. Now, remember, this this uh, conflict between Israel and Palestine has been going on since the 19th century. And the 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 Jewish immigrants were favored by the British colony because they were Jewish. So the Israelis were favored. Now the Palestinians now have favor or have taken um, order or leadership, right? But the divide that we're seeing in our U.S. on our U.S. soil is what concerns me in our universities and our non-governmental agencies. It's as deep as dividing within our own political parties to the point where we can't get things completed and done. And that's where the rub is for me. Like there, there could be, or what should not be a matter of debate for me in the short term is the emerging humanitarian crisis in Gaza, right? At the end of the day, we should not be arguing about that. And ensuring the safe return of those Israeli hostages taken by Hamas should be of priority, period. Like you said, that is like a renegade group within a group. And it's just not right what they're doing. And it's simply not right with the lives that they're taking. But it's being painted as Hamas versus the Jewish, like, like right. this small group re representing the Palestinian people and people are not speaking on, and I'm not the, an expert at this field, uh, at this, uh, okay, but I'm gonna speak on a little bit that I do know. Let's look at some of the history of, of the stuff that's been going on to th those people. It didn't just say, oh, let's go bomb them. Like there's a deep rooted history like that. It's very complicated, right? Mm -hmm. And I think the average citizen, I mean, actually they're not even citizens because they don't have a state now, right? The people of Palestine. The average person there does not deserve this, just like both sides. The civilians do not deserve this. Let the armies fight it out, the, the soldiers fight it out, the politicians fight it out. But people are getting, uh, regular folks just walking to go get groceries are getting incinerated. And I, I have, I, I have, my heart breaks for both sides. It, they really do. Right. All right, you know, that, that You know that you just making that comment, though, Claudia, is very controversial now, oh, right? People be it's mad at like, me, like, like right, somehow. Like, they, like, cancel you. We want her done. Close, you know, shut her mouth. It's really sad. Well, if I'm not here on Monday. <laughs> Monday, we know what happened. But if, but if people, you know, all this is like a religious war, right? And if people really mm -hmm. are at the, their very base, their issues with this are there because they're deeply rooted of religious people, then what I'm saying should not offend you. We should have empathy for all humans right. and not just those that align with your religious beliefs. If you really, truly are about that life. So in that way, regard, then I, I feel OK with what I'm saying. I feel bad for people that are getting murdered on both sides. 
All right, John, thank you for your input on this. And I love when we have these like, you know, political conversations and hopefully I'll see y'all on Monday. Switching gears, NASA is taking it up a notch and planning to build homes on the moon for ordinary civilians to reside. And they're hoping to have the first subdivision completed by 2024. Sign me up because Earth is way too ghetto. Earlier this week, <laughs> we, we reported on the launch of the first hotel in space that's set to open in 2025. What's really going on here? And are they trying to kick us off Earth? Q, what do you think about this? And would you go if they had a bar with a con- Honda cars be out there? Sure, sure. Would, with a Honda space, down to the bar with a Honda spacecraft be. Listen, as I said uh, earlier in the week when we did the story about the hotel in space, I'm most definitely interested. I mean, what what person would not be interested in like space? However, just as long as Skid Row is still in existence, just as long as. Uh, Miami has been listed as the number one most expensive city where people are spending uh, 40 to 50 percent of their income for housing. Just as long as we still have housing needs and the ghetto here, just as long as we have a Section 8 waiting list from here to Timbuktu, just as long as, you know, we have so many unhoused, unmedicated, un-everything people here on Earth, I will never be for this. I will never space exploration is an extracurricular activity you do after you've done all your homework. Mm. All right. And it's a luxury, that's a luxury. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And we have not done all of our homework yet. Mm. How the hell are we building stuff up in space and people need a place to live down here? And it's far cheaper for to, to build something for people to stay down here on Earth. It just you you have to make it make sense to me. It's well, not in the budget for poor people. It's only in the budget for rich people. Well, Q, I, Q, that that actually is makes a lot of sense. But you you probably want to start voting then because the United States has funded through our tax dollars a hundred and fourteen billion dollars for space research and space studies that has led to this. Just last year, we gave $25 billion of U.S. tax money to to space exploration. So the argument could be made based on what you're saying that we could at least take a couple of those billion dollars and correct some of the stuff that's going on in our, you know, in our economic situation in the United States right now. Um, For me, if you're going to take my tax dollars to the tune in the last five years of $114 billion, then hell, you better put something on that damn moon and you better put it on that moon quick. It better be in the form of a home, a hotel, or a recovery center or rehab, like dead ass. You should not be taking $114 billion out of the U.S. economy to fund something that we're just looking at and not not doing anything with it. How about take $2 billion, which is a drop in the bucket, and fix the <laughs> Or in Flint, they still got brown water up there. All these black and brown neighborhoods, they still have dirty ass water, but we talk about this. So we can do what we want to. We just say they just don't want to. And that, those are not the only two communities in America that have horrific water. It's, a, it's very widespread with high levels of lead right here in a lot of black communities. Because they're okay with that, because that leads to our young black boys being autistic, uh, having all kinds of learning disabilities, and then it just further pushes the narrative. They're just, they have learning issues. Again, the source. All right, y'all, why are we all smart sounding all smart tonight? What was happening today on this Friday? <laughs> you put the alcohol down. I drink it enough. This is what happened when you unlocked your better substance. Go to another level. Go to another level. You, you're ascending, Claudia. You're ascending. Stick with me, baby. You have it all going on. <laughs> this boy been off poppers for eight hours, and all of a sudden, he's Socrates. All right, y'all, keep it locked, because coming up next, Miss Quad opens up about the the new cast of Married to Medicine. And later, Tommy Davidson gets candid about an encounter with Will Smith. Oh my God, poor Will Smith. He stays in the news. Uh, let's talk about it when we return. We'll be back. Welcome back to TGIF. Happy Friday. All right, y'all. During a recent interview with Dr. Heavenly, Married to Medicine star Miss Quad shared that she felt blindsided and disrespected after producers, including her ex-husband and his new wife in the upcoming season. Uh, Q, I know you're, you know, these folks and you're, you follow these shows. What are your thoughts on this? 
My first, <laughs> my first school of thought in this moment is to just withdraw from this story altogether because the response from everybody else is going to be that's your friend. Me and Quad are close friends. We're very close friends, right? Yeah, you and Quad are really good friends, and Al and Heavenly are really good friends. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, and and, and, and our friends too. Um, here's the thing. Oh, messy uh, boots. I tell. Uh, what can what can I say about this? It, it's funny when you're just this close to the situation. Um, you want me to take it? No, no, no. Here's 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 what I'll say. People have the right to feel whatever it is they want to feel, right? You may not agree with it. A lot of people I've seen in the comments are saying, well, girl, you're not even married to medicine. You know, I see a lot of people saying you use Dr. G. I see a lot of people saying if it wasn't for Dr. G, you wouldn't be on the show. I also see people saying, well, you know, you help ice out Mariah. So whatever the case may be, and all of those things could be true. And yet she's still allowed to feel what it is she feels. I think that if anybody was part of an ensemble anything and you got divorced and your ex was not a part of it, and then a season or two later, they bring your ex and his new wife on, anybody would feel a way. And we're not going to sit up here and pretend like they brought Dr. G and Sweet T on um, quad being there was not a factor. The whole point of bringing them on was to see the conflict. Backstory that you guys don't know because I am friends with the ladies is that the Toyas and the Simones of the world went out there and when they were not filming and purposely befriended this girl in an effort to get mm -hmm. her on the show, to get at Quad, all right? Now, you know, those of y'all who don't like Quad, y'all gonna have y'all opinions, whatever the case may be, but that's just the true tea. Here is one thing that I will say, as far as Quad feeling disrespected by the producer, she's been doing this too long to think that those people will owe her anything. Let me tell you something. There's two people on earth you do not trust. That's a man <laughs> and that's a reality TV producer. A reality television producer will do and tell you anything. Their loyalty is not to you. Their loyalty is to getting the scene and getting the episode. So I don't know why Quan feels disrespected because they're doing whatever it is they need to do to try to get the ratings that they need to get. 1,000%. I totally understand how she feel like, damn, why me? Because after so many years of the show, you feel like I have some kind of uh, currency with y'all or some kind of like thing, but nope. It don't freaking matter. Of course they would jump on that. That's great TV. We love to, they always want to see that kind of stuff. But I, I understand my, the human, human, the humanity in me is like, yeah, I, of course. I what do you think about this? That's very interesting that you asked me, Claudia, because <laughs> <laughs> I've been a part of this show for since inception. And I think there's space for me to argue that I, you know, obviously didn't have the best interaction with Miss Dr. Heavenly. Um, and we know that, right? It's no secret here. So the fact that we're even covering her on my show at the top of this discussion, I wanted to say that I was super offended. Like, why are we talking or giving someone a platform, you know, on my show who disrespected me? But after hearing you guys, that's what producers are supposed to do, right? We're supposed to cover information. We're supposed, whether we like it or not. And so here, I mean, you guys just helped me neutralize the thought that I had earlier about how I felt. Because honestly, I felt disrespected covering the story. Really? I've had yeah. to sit here many times that we've talked to people that have said horrific things about me on in front of millions of people. And I, I know how you feel. It's like, then you get criticized with any little thing you do with your face. If you, mm, mm, they read into that and mm. say you're still mad. Yeah, 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 and yeah, you, yeah. You, you, yeah, you yeah. and your feelings, like you're no, not. No, but I just thought about it. it. You know, when I read the story, I just took it very personal, right? And then the, just listening to Q's discussion, you know, these. This is an example of this is the type of show that we do, and so I I can't just take this personal because. Well, I mean, in fairness, Al, you in, in fairness, you're being a pansy because Doctor Heavenly's not the story. Quads the story. Yeah, I don't right, think this is. Just, I don't think they. Yeah, I, I, I'm, maybe you're missing what I'm saying, <laughs> but <laughs> I get it. Okay. All right. Well, hey, that's why you love TGIF. Dolphins, <laughs> you tend to get mimosa wasted on the weekends. You may want to tread lightly due to a new rule that may affect your turn up. 
a local restaurant in Oakland will be charging a $50 vomit cleanup fee for customers who don't make it to the toilet. What are your thoughts on this additional charge? And do you think other restaurants should follow suit? You know who I'm going to first about this. <laughs> the vomit and dookie expert, Funky Daniva, in public. What are your thoughts about this fee? Don't act bougie like you don't do this. <laughs> Listen, them hoes gonna have a time of their life trying to collect fifty dollars from me. Okay, let's listen. With the way my body set up, baby, when it got to come out, it got to come out. But here's the thing that I don't understand. I thought that waiters and bartenders were kind of supposed to be trained to to look out for people who uh, overindulge. It would seem to me that it would just be easier to not, you know, keep bringing out people. Well, first of all, we all know at these bottomless mimosas things, y'all serve the cheapest damn champagne y'all can find. That's uh -huh. number one. If you, if you sold better champagne, people probably wouldn't be throwing up. And then number two, use your discretion to say, okay, you know what? You've been overserved. We can't serve you anymore. And it happens all the time because it's happened to me before at bars. I'm going to tell y'all, so I was I was sitting at Houston's one time with my homegirl at Cat, and we were just chilling. And we, me and Kat, we sit at bars and just talk. And we were sitting at Houston's for like four hours. And we were probably having a margarita maybe every 30 minutes we were having a margarita. We weren't drunk. We weren't eating. But for the simple fact that we had sat there that long and we kept drinking, the girl told us she couldn't serve us no more. And we got offended as hell. I mean, called the manager over and the manager kind of explained to us the policy. And we were like, we get it, but we're not drunk. You know what I'm saying? We ended up getting like $250 in gift cards. So it all worked itself out. Ooh. But um, it would just seem to me that you wouldn't overpour versus telling somebody. Because reality of the situation is, as a point in which I'm sick and throwing up, baby, I'm not worried about paying no bill. I'm worried about getting the hell up out of there. Yeah, yeah. Al, what do you think about this? Yeah, I'm here for it. I, you know, I'm here for also the Uber charging people for throwing up in Ubers because having to ride after that is just disgusting. And it worked. It worked because, you know, a lot of restaurants are saying since they've implemented these types of policies, the, the incidents have decreased drastically and they've moved from inside of the of the bar to outside of the bar. So I think it's a good idea. I was on a plane recently coming back from somewhere in a smaller plane and someone threw up on the flight earlier and the entire plane for the whole flight smelled Oof. like vomit. I was like, Ugh, so I'm here for it. All right, y'all, Caitlyn Jenner's son, Brody Jenner, revealed that he used his wife's breast milk to top off his coffee when he runs out of almond milk. Bro Ugh. Brody said, <laughs> it just looks so lumpy. Brody said, now I hear great things about breast milk. I hear it's very nutritious. I hear it's very delicious. I think it'll do. Are you guys here for this? Absolutely. Have you guys ever tried breast milk? Go ahead, Funky. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> now, now when either of us sucked the titty with some milk in it claudia like yeah when i was uh, born about, about breast, 40 years ago yeah uh, listen, right. i breastfed till i was almost four years old feels like i swear i did really? I love breast so you could talk you when you was breastfeeding you I remember? swear, I, I remember, I remember being in church tapping my mom on her shoulder saying i need She'd be so embarrassed. I, I mean, I'm exaggerating four years old, but I clearly was too old. I was standing it. up. I was I was literally standing up. I was walking. I was walking around. I, I probably had one or two words. I had to be close to like three. Being able to talk and verbalize and then. <laughs> I'm a breast man now. I swear, I, I think that's got to be a part of it. I'm going to leave all this alone. <laughs> Funky. Yeah, we're going to go to commercial on that. Okay. I'm going to go throw up real quick. Coming up, Tommy Davidson opens up about an aggressive encounter with Will Smith. Will Smith the same close. We'll be right back. Damn, Al. Three, four, eight. Welcome back. All right. It seems like there's more tea surrounding Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith's estranged, strange <laughs> relationship. In a recent interview, Tommy Davidson shared that Will Smith tried to lay hands on him after he kissed Jada in the 1998 film, Woo. What are your thoughts on this tea? Let's go to you first, Q. You look so amused and into this. I just never, ever thought the day would come that I would want Will Smith and Jada Pinkett to go to that hotel that they're trying to build on the moon. 
I just never <laughs> thought that day would come. Like, I don't care. I am overhearing the ins and outs of their dysfunctional ass relationship. I just don't, to, to be honest with you, and I guess because they're in my age bracket and my and in my purview, I am more annoyed with this Will and Jada than I am with Krishan and Blueface for some reason. I can mm-hmm. overlook Krishan and Blueface because them children's, but these are my people. I'm over it. I don't care. I feel you on that one. Al, what do you think? Are you sick of it? I agree. I agree. I'm over it. I'm over it. Who cares? Keep it all to yourself or put it in a book. And Tommy, why are you adding to the noise? Like, why? Well, it's trending. So everyone's speaking on it, right? Including us. So it just, then it breeds more content. Um, I'm sick of hearing about Tupac being her soulmate that she had no no chemistry with. I'm sick of hearing about people, all the people Will Smith trying to slap. I'm sick of hearing about her. I'm sick of her lying about that scar on the top of her head. I'm sick of all of it. All right. We have covered so many stories, crazy stories this week. So we like to end our show by handing out an award to a person who exemplifies pure delusion. This is our tea bag of the week. <laughs> our tea bag of the week goes to Candace Owens, what do you have to say about our honorary teabag of the week? Who let's go first? Go ahead, Al. <laughs> um, you know, she's just she's just a teabag. But I will tell you that if there's a way to handle a crowd, uh, is there if there was a way to handle a crowd and be the most respectful at handling them disrespectfully, I would have to give her the award because mm-hmm. how, how she read those kids at a place that they invited and paid for her to be there was classic. I give myself the tea bag because I was mad at myself for kind of agreeing with her. With right, me too. And I was like, damn, she right again. <laughs> me you too. That part, that part, that part, that part. No, she, listens. Candace She kind of ate this week. She kind of ate. The, the, the ate funny that. thing about it is, to be real talk, she should get the humanitarian of the week award because what she said was the truth right people have become too soft you don't have to agree with the person but that doesn't mean that they don't have the right to say what it is that they're saying and you don't have i'm victimized by your presence candace is right in this situation yeah i agree yeah she her issue is never about being smart or dumb she's not dumb no. She just sometimes uses her powers for evil, I think. But I think she's a brilliant woman, just like Amorosa. Yeah. All right. I want to thank my co-host, Al Reynolds and Funky Neva. Okay. I hope you'll have a, a great Friday. Thank you for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for Street Flavor. We'll see you next week. And we're going to find out what shenanigans Al and and and, and Funky got into over the weekend. <laughs> I'm unlocking my better self. So. That's a lie. That's have a good a weekend, lie. soulmates. <laughs>